Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This is Derek from Backpacking and Blisters. Thanks again for tuning in. With me today is the only man who's ever used his own underwear as a mosquito net, Carl. Mandrioli. Carl, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Mosquito head net underwear. Is that like, yeah, so I've just got like holes, like the leg holes, or is that where my face is? Look, you use it to survive, not me. So you, you tell me, like, you know, what the legend <laughs> grows. I'm just trying to create the legend. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Well, I'm going to assume that it's clean underwear. <laughs> I would hope but... so. That's your call, <laughs> not mine. Okay. <laughs> We've got a special guest today, and we do. We do. he has been on our podcast before. It's been a while. I think it was episode seven was the last one, and he's back for more. This is Knowlton all the way from Nepal. Knowlton, how's it going? It's going great. It's, it has been far too long. And thanks for having me back. You guys are the best. Yeah. I, I think, like, kind of relating this back to a couple episodes ago, I think probably, like, right when I announced that you're on the episode and people are like, oh, Knowlton's back, I predict their number one question is, how many Yetis have you seen over there? <laughs> oh, boy. You know, just because you haven't seen them doesn't mean that they're not there. And Right. You know, right. I feel like Derek has go. been really doubting. You know, it's like how many bear carcasses have we stumbled on in the woods? None. Yeah. But I we're looking saw for a bear this. on the trail last trip, though. I saw yeah. a bear in front of me. I'm just saying. That's true. I, That's true. Okay. So, actually, let's just stay on this topic because – um, we keep on. We actually get some more stuff about that Sasquatch episode. We talked about how that might be either our most or least popular episode. I think it was like up there for sure. And one of the comments we got was from Derek M, a listener. Yes, we did. Who suggested that when we actually make our like North Cascades Sasquatch trip, mm. that you, sh- you Derek, should be able to wear an Apple necklace. I thought that was a good idea. I thought that was yeah. that was legendary. Actually, well done, I Mettler. It was and it would it would take a Derek to come up with a comment like that. So well done. Well done. <laughs> Not surprised. I'm saying I'm going to suggest that I'm willing to make the necklace if you're willing to wear it. I don't know if I trust your necklace making ability, though. Well, how many how many apples do you think would go in the necklace? Ooh, are we talking full apple wrap or just like on the front? You know what I mean. Uh, how, I'm asking how you're interpreting an apple necklace. I mean, obviously, if I'm trying to catch a Sasquatch, it would be full apple wrap, but. Okay. In reality, maybe like four. <laughs> okay. Maybe five. You guys might want to consider dehydrated apples. I don't know. The the regular apples are going to be pretty heavy. <laughs> oh, we, yeah. Uh, that's true. That's, that was what I was about to say. An apple's like a third to half a pound a piece, depending on the kind of apple. But you guys, you guys, you guys know way more about Yetis as your professionals, Yetis and Bigfoot. So, I mean, do yeah. they eat dried apples, guys? And I think we might know more about apples, too, just saying. That's doubtful. Well, when you guys were talking about what kind of apples you'd use, you started using colors and not actual kinds of apples. So that's what makes me say that. You know, whatever. Like, what apple would you use? Oh, I, oh, I'd definitely use, like, a yellow one or a green one. We, like, Do you want me to start naming them? Is that what you want me to do? Gala, Washington, Fuji? Like, do you, is that what you need? Okay. I can do that. Well, I'm right. just trying to keep it simple okay. for you, you know. That was a good, quick Google search right there. I like there's, that. There's no, I, I'm not the Googler. We all know that. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got a couple of tidbits today, and one of them involves Knowlton's. This is actually like pretty momentous. Yeah. I recently saw a movie that actually involves backpacking, and I would recommend this movie, Derek. I'm wondering if you've seen this. It's called The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah, you kind of reminded me of Sean Penn a little bit. I could see you doing that. Or, That's what Knowlton said. Yeah. Well, Knowlton said, Knowlton, you can 
correct me if I'm wrong. I think you said the the part where he like is kind of like motions with his finger, like come into the wilderness or the outdoors. Mm. Um, you, that reminded you of me. Is that correct? Yes, I would say that. The, <laughs> in fact, every year that okay. you invite me on the trip, it's like you're re-beckoning me back into the wilderness. Right. So I, I was relating it to the podcast, and I was thinking, I bet that most of the listeners out there are that guy, the guy, mm. the guy that's basically like trying to gather folks to go out backpacking, mm. or they have that guy in their life. Somebody's out there. And that movie actually reminded me, you know, when we, you guys had the Bigfoot episode podcast a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it always comes back. To well, that. yeah, because he's out there trying to like photograph a snow leopard at one point. And right. And, and he finds he, it and he finds it, but he doesn't take the shot. And Derek asked the question like, well, why aren't there more pictures? You know, where's all the pictures? Oh, here I, we, I, I know where this people, is going. I know where this is you know, going. They have that moment <laughs> where they're like, Whoa, like there's the Bigfoot. He's there, but it's such a beautiful moment that they can't right. actually take the shot. But what do you mean they can't take the shot? Why are there all these videos of Bigfoot all over? Yeah, that, that probably has happened at least half a dozen times where people have like the perfect shot and didn't take it. I love that there's no proof of that, but you're making a stat about it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I think we need to do a sequel to that episode, and Knowlton needs to be on that because it sounds like he is, he's got some information, possibly evidence. <clears throat> I feel like all the the B and B listeners have left me on this topic, and that's okay. I'll stand alone as one man mm, against Bigfoot. I don't think they have. I, going back to the the thirty percent of Americans that believe in Bigfoot, I think I think you're on the side of the majority, my friend. Well, you know, it didn't feel that way, and that's okay. That's okay. I think maybe more backpackers believe in Bigfoot, and that's okay. Maybe I'm on the minority. You know, like, we could go down this road and just stay down this road, and then like inadvertently it's a make another hole. Let's episode. Keep yeah, it's, it's another rabbit hole. hole. Let's go yeah. down another road. Let's recap. One thing we forgot to get to in the last episode with the long trail was we actually didn't even cover part of the culture of the long trail, which is coming up with a trail name, whether you name yourself or somebody names you something. And I think yes. that's super fun for people to try to identify themselves. And some people yeah. actually like they stop going by their regular name and only start calling themselves trail names, especially when they're out backpacking. So mm. we're not there yet, but I think it'd be fun. I, like we talked about how we could come up with each other's trail names. So mm. I, mm. I got a couple for you, Derek and Nilton, you can be the okay. judge of which one is the better one. Okay. And I think you got a couple for me, right? I got a couple for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a couple. And all right. So my first one I got for you is the bear whisperer. That's 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 uh, that's nice. That's nice. I'm just thinking of like of just like you know you seem to know a lot about bears and bear <laughs> ageability from the video, and I thought that might fit. That's that's true. I do quite a bit actually. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. Um, okay, I got yours is uh, yours is Google Gorge Carl. <laughs> Google <laughs> Gorge <laughs> Carl. <laughs> I feel like there had to be some kind of internet <laughs> reference uh, somewhere. Okay. And so what's the gorge part? Like gorge on well, food? Like. Well, there's you could it's interpretive. You can take it that way if you want. I mean, okay. that, that was your first instinct. That's sad, but it kind of was. I was thinking more like you know a hiking outdoor gorge. But we talked about we talked last week about how like all of my rewards on the trail are kind of like goals were all like food related. So that's why I thought you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, what, what's your what's your next one? Okay, so this one I'm taking the first three letters of your name. So D E R, okay. and you pronounce it dare, D, you know, that's, that's like a that. German word, with, and I'm going to pronounce it dur, and I'm going to call you the dursack. The dursack. Wow. We we haven't even bought an ursack, and you're already calling me <laughs> dursack. I like it. Yes. You're really branching out there, buddy. I'm going to stay true to the nagging injury that you will never get rid of. I'm going to call you straps shoulder straps <laughs> hey it's straps they're straps the, the legendary straps you know people could just yeah. be like how's your shoulders doing i could we could build that legend a little bit more i think i wonder if any of the listeners have had an experience similar to mine where like they struggled on one trip or in one circumstance and it was like i don't know like eight or nine years ago and mm. then that struggle gets applied to them for all future trips even when you're not even backpacking like how your shoulders Probably not. Start. Like they might make a, a t-shirt about it and talk about how you just threw up all over Red Peak Pass for the rest of your life. Wow, that's yeah. a, that's a yeah, well done. Nolan. Well done. In case people are wondering, just for the record for the listeners, that's Carl teasing Knowlton about drinking Gatorade and puking for the past 10 years or or more probably. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the thing with Knowlton oh. is he 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 threw up on multiple trips and my shoulders only I only complained about him with you like one trip. So 
Mm, I think there was more complaints than Probably. one trip. But let's move on. Okay. You know, it's funny you bring up the shoulders thing, Derek, because I think mm. our next episode, we are going to address that and talk about solutions for people that have issues with kind of general pain and problems yes. in certain areas. So we'll, we'll get to that. But I think it's time to jump into today's topic, which is lost. Getting lost. Being lost, but getting found. Being found and then getting lost. And then being found again. So here's how I want to play this one. Because there's obviously a lot of different scenarios with how one can get lost and what you can do in response to that. So Mm. I think that... We'll apply this to a backpacking trip, and we'll assume that maybe we're kind of like setting up a base camp somewhere, and then we've gone out on a day hike, and I'm going to create a scenario for Derek, and then you go for Knowlton. Knowlton creates a scenario for me for why, like the kind of the, the, like what the circumstances were for how we got lost, and then we'll mm-hmm. talk about the, like like where we get lost obviously matters, so we're going to do a little, another die roll and have one of oh six scenarios as far as like location and season and that kind of thing. And then the person who has a scenario created for them, they've got to come up with like what they would do in that circumstance. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, um, oh, and then we'll the last part of that is that we've got, since you're on like a day hike, we'll assume you've got like a day's worth of food and water but you also have some kind of miscellaneous items in your backpack or your detachable fanny pack from the top of your backpack. <laughs> and, and Speaking of bringing things up again. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll each describe the scenario in, involving those, we'll say five items. Let's okay, go. go ahead. Let it rip. Ooh, three. A three, okay. So you are... In the mountains, we'll say mm. uh, we'll go with the Great Smoky Mountains, and okay. you are in the forest. So you're in a forested yet mountainous zone, and mm. it is early fall. Isn't this like Bigfoot zone? Just okay. not even close. Go ahead. We All talked right. about where Bigfoot zone was mainly. So well, I, I know that, but this sounds. Eerie similar to that area. Okay. If by similar you mean like the opposite part of the United States, you'd be correct. I'm not talking about location. I'm talking about environment. Oh, okay. Sounds similar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's get with it. All right. So, okay. So here's the scenario. You were hiking and you're with your wife and uh, you're you're, you're, you're just kind of, I don't know, you're doing a little out and back, um, decided to go off trail. And in the midst of this, you guys Mm. get in a little spat, a little argument and Ooh. she takes off and goes ahead, and she's she's pretty fit, so she goes too fast for you, and mm. she makes it back to camp. And since um, you're kind of off trail, and she happened to have the map, you mm. you just get lost. So mm. so now you're out mm. there, mm. and you've got like I said, mm. the days worth of food and water. In addition, you've got some of her stuff, you got some of your own stuff, and uh, you've got a makeup kit in the middle of the, okay. Yep. You've got some sunblock. You've got a trowel. You have <laughs> um, smoke monster repellent. No, a mosquito repellent. Sorry. This, is the, this, episode, this episode's called Lost. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup kit. <laughs> Makeup kit, trowel, monster smoke repellent. Okay. And then you've got an action figure, just like a random kind of for fun action figure. We'll say like it's probably Chewbacca. No, make that. Make that Luke Skywalker. Okay. What was the fifth one I had? Makeup, trowel, monster smoke, Skywalker, and sunblock. What's the SPF on that? 50. 50. Perfect. Perfect. So what would I use? Okay, so how am I going to use these things to get found? Is that what you're saying? Just, no. Well, you can use these things or not use these things. Just what are you going to do? You're now lost. You've been accidentally abandoned by your wife. What are you going to do? Fair enough. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to grab my trowel. And go number two because it helps me think. Okay. <laughs> second thing, <laughs> I'm gonna have a good think out in the woods. Uh, okay. Second thing is I'm gonna get Luke and we're gonna have a chat. I'm gonna say, Luke, what would a Jedi do? Um, Are you gonna treat Luke kind of like Wilson from Castaway? Wilson. Kind of. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Uh, maybe vent out some frustrations, okay. whatever. And then 
I think what I would do is I would climb up a tree to the top because, I mean, that's easy, right? <laughs> okay. I would then uh, use the sunblock. How much do I have? Just one tube? Yeah, right. One tube. <laughs> would you typically backpack with multiple tubes? We're going <laughs> to, well, you never know. Some people would. Uh, so I'm going to take the makeup and the sunblock together and I'm going to paint the top of the tree with it colorful. Then I'm going to get the smoke monster repellent. Is it is this like a spray or, or can I turn it into smoke? I don't know. No, this is um, a spray. Like a Okay, so a spray. Aerosol. Um that's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie, it's going to be tough. So, if I'm in the middle of this area, I'm going to paint the top of a tree. I'm going to try to maybe get I know this is dangerous, but this is survival. So then I'm going to take the sunblock the makeup after I paint the tree I'm then going to use a clearly I'm going to have waterproof matches on me at all times so I would light the smoke repellent on fire creating a giant flame uh like flamethrower effect I know I'm in the forest I know this is dangerous but I gotta survive so I gotta make some noise you know what I mean so either um I make a little so you're flame. Start a forest fire is that what you're saying I'm not gonna start a forest fire I'm on the east coast it's a little damp it's a little wet I doubt I'm gonna start a forest fire however okay. I gotta make a little noise so I would try to make a big like flame slash smoke signal I, w- I would carry up to the top of the tree like a few branches with me make some okay. torches and maybe take off my shirt wrap it around a branch make a torch out of it that way people would be like what's that what's that little flame out there in the middle of the what, what is hey that's that's the legend, Daresack. Let's go save him, and then I'd be good to go. <laughs> Problem solved. So, Nolton, how would you evaluate his actions and use of gear in that circumstance? You know, I think there's the right idea. You know, you want to try to use what you have, brightly contrasting colors, maybe to paint some kind of signal. So that was a good thought. You definitely want to take care of business if you have to, if you had to poop, you know, because you don't. That's that's nothing wrong. With, yeah, that's fine. Probably you know, if you got to go, you got to go. Well, you don't, want to, you don't want to be at the top of the tree and then realize, oh, I got to go back down. That's no fun. I'm a little concerned that you're going to write on the top of a tree, though, because, you know, I feel like a nice wide open space might be might be better if you could find. I mean, there's got to be some kind of like meadow or but I'm in know, a, somewhere to well, it. Yeah, we're going to. But he told me I'm in a forest. So there's no. If there's a meadow, I'm going to go to a meadow. But well, you, you, no, you got to explore DJ, around. We, you're, in a, you're in a forest. But yeah, they're, like, there's typically meadows and forests. Maybe not. All the time. Okay, I'm assuming there's trees everywhere. I can't go anywhere. So, well, you're making if assumptions, a, and that's maybe your many. first mistake in trying to get found. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, if I, I knew, that, to be fair though, it's Derek. You've got the right idea. Right you know, you're you're thinking, you're working through things. You're you're using what you have. I would have probably have asked, like, does this makeup kit have a mirror? Right, is, right. Make a little signal mirror out For of it. For sure. I I thought that was that was a. That's like a gift right there. And then you could pull Luke's head off and put a hole in it and make a whistle, right? Wasn't that why the action figure? To make a whistle out of his torso or something? <laughs> okay, so I think Nolton's getting some, getting creative. So so you're assuming there's going to be a lot of sunlight in a forested area, which I think a lot of those trees do something called block the sunlight. So I, I guess I'm not really sure how I'm going to well, burrow the a of the hole tree. into the painting it with Yeah, but you, isn't this like a rainy forest oh, area? Isn't this like a mountainous, cold... I mean, maybe it's hot. I don't know. But it's East Coast, so it's like... Smoky. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I hear you. Smoky Mountains. Okay. okay. So I, I like what Nolton had to say. I think Nolton was right about the, the makeup kit in the mirror. And I think what I would do is I would kind of go with what Nolton was saying. It was I would find an opening or, you know, even if it's a wider spot in the trail where, yeah, the, the sun is going to come through pretty strong and where you can either, you know, put some rocks together to, um, to make a, you know, oh, so some now sort I'm of human rocks. sign... It's not involving graffiti where you can, yeah, you can basically communicate to people that might be kind of flying over. I would, I would create a fire. It didn't, it didn't mention you had matches, but you've got the, the smoke monster repellent or whatever, the bug repellent. And you also have, you, if you have the mirror, you can angle the mirror, take the sun, angle it to some kindling and some flammable stuff. And that's then a gamble. Get, that's a gamble. It, yeah, but you got to do what you got to do. The key, though, I think, right. first of all, is you don't want to you don't want to put yourself at further risk. So, cl- I mean, depending upon the tree, climbing the tree seems super risky. And so, you want to st- well, that's if you're a bad climber, though. 
<laughs> I mean, you're just assuming I'm a bad climber. So. Right. But you've got to continue to do, like, one of the keys is you've got to stay active, continue to do stuff till you get found um, to keep your, your spirits high because it might happen soon. Uh, but if you're off trail, it could happen, you know, it might take a couple of days. So let me piggyback on what you just said, though. If I climb up to the top of the tree, I can then see better where open spaces are rather than just wandering around without a map. You know what I mean? Okay, so at that point, that might be a good point for you to say, okay, I identify there's a meadow nearby, so I'm going to sure. make my way towards the meadow. Yeah, but you didn't say that, though. But if so, there is no meadow, then I'm like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm already up here. This is great. I'm going to grade you C- minus in this one, Derek. I'm going to give myself a B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Okay. Well, B+. Plus. Yeah. Hey, you can grade me. Knowlton, <laughs> Knowlton how are you going to grade huge. Derek? That's you. <laughs> can I just split the difference? All right. Give him a, like a, a C, like a B minus, C+. Plus. Okay, so so what you're suggesting is he's got a decent chance of survival by painting leaves with makeup at the top that's of the tree. Not the main, that's what you're that's suggesting. That's not the main way, though. It's the keeping busy, because I'm sure his wife's going to come back and find him. I mean, he's probably only like a few hundred yards from camp. You don't so think I, that she's going to see a torch that I created with my T-shirt? You know what I mean? A I mean, that's okay, where... Okay, yeah. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You didn't mention how you were going to light the fire. What? And what are you talking about? Nolson's making the assumption that you're only a few hundred yards from camp. You could be, but you could be. We talked about it. it's an out and back trail. It could be miles. It's, if you're taking the whole day to do a day hike. Well, how long have I been gone? Be out there, like twenty minutes. Fair question. I would. Maybe I would. Answer, I would kind of calculate how far. I mean, I know how. Latter part of the day, so you've been gone for hours. I've been gone for hours. Okay, so I know it's a few miles. But yeah, so okay. I'm going to make uh, my smoke signal. I think that's fair. Well, if you don't like the evaluation, then feel free to give similar feedback to both Knowlton and I. I'm going to petition that evaluation and uh, okay. move on. That's all I can do. All right. It's like, a ba- it's like a bad call. It's like a bad call on the referee, you know, like in an NBA game. So it's kind of like that. It's like, what can I do? <laughs> I got to move on. It's arbitrary. You wouldn't get out alive. Uh, it really yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to really know. I think a B minus would get out alive. I, I might get out I think tired, if you, but I'd get it, out alive. It, if you were to ask the backpacking experts out there and give them this same scenario, they certainly would ask a lot more questions to get a clear picture of exactly what they have and where they were and how long they've been gone. And I don't know that any of them would have done anything that you said outside of maybe go and poop. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. I'm telling you I'm predicting. So You're predicting people also carry monster smoke repellent so and Skywalker mm. figurines, which actually... We do carry something similar to that with the fairies. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And by the way, you could have used the action figure as an entertainment thing to keep you busy and, you know, use some of the, like, smaller rocks as, like, stormtroopers and played around a little bit. That would be wasting time. You would have died. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay, so, Nolton, I think it's your turn. Go ahead and roll. So five. All right, so, Nolton, I've got you in Kentucky in the summertime. It's kind of a flatter zone. Mm. There's like a river that you can hear somewhat close by. There's a forest, and you are in a place called the Cumberland Gap. Hmm. The Cumberland Gap. Okay. Mm. Okay, so here you go, Nolt. You have five things in your bag. Um, you you were with a group of people, and 
for whatever reason you decided to go off trail to like check something out, you know how curious you can get. So you lose the group of two other people. Um, they've they've gone on. They were like, ah, no, we'll figure it out. But what they don't realize is like you're like, I've never been here before, and you guys have the map. What am I going to do? Camp is like five miles away, at least five. To, we'll say five to six miles away. All you have in your day pack, besides the obvious, what were we saying? A, a water for a day and food for the day. Uh, here's what you got. You ready? You got toothpaste, a footprint. Carl's favorite Nalgene bottle, one match, and parachute cord. Wow. Go. I got some parachute cord. Okay. Wow. Okay. Parachute Survive. cord. I got a match, Nalgene bottle. Like a clunky, heavy one, like that you guys hate? Yeah. Yeah. Like Carl hates that okay. big. Yeah. Hey, I like it he always around town, just down on the trail. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, um, and I had a sat phone, you said? No, no, no. A sat phone? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, let's just see. Oh, a footprint. A footprint. Okay. <laughs> I just called for help. I'm good to go. Okay, so I, I'm only five miles from camp, but I, but I don't know how to get there. Is that what it is? You don't know which direction. Like, you have a general idea, but you're like, there's a lot of, like, let's say twists and turns. Maybe there's a a little mini mountain to go over. You're just not really sure. There's no clear trail. I guess the biggest thing to figure out here is, um, yeah. What? So I'm really focused not on survival, but on, on trying to get rescued. Is that what these items are for? So I don't need, we, we talked about survival and all that in a previous episode, or do I need to tell you how I'd survive? I think I, I want to say getting found. So the, we is, did have a survival is, episode. So, so this is, yeah, I mean, this is more like survival short term, Focusing more on you're lost and you either want to get found or be found by somebody. Right. Let's let's yeah. assume let's assume you're like I don't have a map. I'm not really sure where to go. Right. I built I a shelter. Want, you built your shelter, but you don't want I to start found, going in a direction and it's like completely the opposite direction. So you're not really sure where to go. Yeah, and you that's a, eat, that's a really good yeah. point, Derek. You you want to stay put. You don't really want to try to create. It's hard to find a moving tar, hit a moving target. And Correct. so I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I'm obviously disoriented. Maybe I'm. I'm not as, as good at navigating here, so I'm just going to stop and try to signal. So I think I would probably try to fashion some kind of a whistle out of this Nalgene bottle. I don't know how, but maybe I would <laughs> cut a hole in the lid. You're going to puncture somehow. Okay. It, I, you know, Actually, maybe, I've, seen, I've, I've only seen a Nalgene bottle punctured one time. Yeah, and I was going to puncture that guy. Maybe I could well, use I, the I know how. I actually know how. There, the one time I saw it punctured, like you probably, yeah, I think it could have been used as a whistle. I found one on the trail, and it was punctured with a uh, bear tooth. Like a bear had gotten a hold of one and like taken it from a hiker and then like chomped it. So if you can find a mm. bear, okay. <laughs> so or, or a bigfoot or a bigfoot. Okay. Right. So what what color was the toothpaste? Is the next question I have. This is going to get crazy. I'm, I, it was going to be aqua fresh, mm. red, white, red, white, and blue. Okay, so that's definitely an advantage because I could use the, the multicolored nature of the toothpaste to set up a signal. Maybe if it's, especially if it's like like white, it's probably not open granite here. This is a river gorge, so it's probably heavily wooded. But if I found an area that I needed to, you know, write out like a, a like an an X, you know, or an SOS, I could use the toothpaste if it's a full tube. Uh, spread out a little signal there, um, make a whistle out of an algae. And then uh, I would also probably make a couple arrows pointing from any like area, like the trail, uh, the area that I'm ar- around pointing to where I actually am, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be, that could be kind of good. The footprint um, I would use probably just for survival, but if I needed to, if it was like a silver color, I could use it to reflect um uh, uh, the sun. Do they make silver colored? Usually it's silver on dark on the other side, right? I would try to use all of, all of those, those items. Um, the paracord, I'm not sure how I would use that to signal, um, or to be found. Um, other than probably making like a, uh, I could tie a flag in case there was a passing airplane or, you know, um, something, if I, if I was really needing to get rescued, I could make a flag out of part of that and wave it about, um, mm. to become more visible. Mm. Um, so 
yeah, uh, let's see, what else was in there? The toothpaste, the paracord, uh, what, and the Nalgene bottle. In the one match. Oh, yeah, the match. Well, I would probably do a lot of prep work because, you know, to make, I'd probably make three fires in a, a triangle shape. So that, that's kind of signal I'm in distress. And I would do a lot of prep, you know, like maybe the, uh, the upside down, um, you know, log teepee or the log cabin. You know, and I have a lot of wet leaves mm. nearby. So I got the fire sure. going, three fires going. Then I could throw some wet leaves on it, make some smoke if it's daytime, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, and then if I needed to, I could use the um, tarp. I could cover up the fire a little bit and then pull it off to like make some intermittent smoke signals. Uh, and that would signal that I'm in distress. Do you, do you know the SOS smoke signal? You know, I think just like, just kind of like <laughs> smoke, teach Eagle no Scouts smoke, that? smoke, no smoke, smoke, no smoke. That'll get your attention. But, you know, That's fair. yeah, they used to teach them. It was in the scout manual in the 80s when I was in there. I didn't really learn it say, yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. They didn't make you do that? Semaphore is flags, but yeah, and then the smoke signals, not really. I don't, never really. Okay. Did you mention that you were going to try to find an open area? I don't know that. Yeah, I was going to try to you find said, an open area. And it's just, you said that there's like a couple mountains around, and that, but it's a river gorge. So I think I would try to stick. I mean, if the trail, if I knew where the trail was, I'd stay as near to the trail as possible. Um, okay. And I probably wouldn't be that much of like in a panic if there was a trail, but if I'm, there's no trails, I just try to find an open area, but somewhere that I could, mm-hmm. that would be a good landing spot for a helicopter. So like the widest spot I could find. Um, and then I'd probably try to camp out upwind of the helicopter and, and not approach if a helicopter came to rescue me. So I don't get decapitated or whatever. And, um, yeah, that kind of stuff. I you did get camp. the flat, the flat lands. So I'm going to safely assume You're you right. have some open space. So, yeah, you know, I, I would I would feel confident with that. I think that's good. I think that's good. I I uh, okay. I might have to dock you some points for attempting to puncture an algae bottle because I think that would waste your energy and time unless you found a Bigfoot right away. Which maybe you have an apple in your backpack and you could lure one in. I don't know. That was not one of the items. Right, but he has food for the day. You said that's true. That's true. So it okay. could be one. So what do you yeah. what do you um, grade him? I want to. I feel like that was a good answer, Noel. I like the. Uh, I like the stay put. I like the. You know, using the tarp as a flag. You know, if possible, starting the three fires. That was good. I want. I want to give you like A minus B plus. Oh wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. I'll give, that was good. That was solid. Uh, you know, the analogy hurts you, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, you do what you got to do. I think I'm going to take the jerk award for this podcast then because. I don't want to grade him that high. <laughs> wow. Here, okay, so so you guys can can give me feedback on my evaluation here. Because, We're gonna rail you on yours. Tough. Yeah, yeah. So, so cause here's what I would want to know. I, I feel like these are fair questions and fair fair okay. things to consider. Go ahead. First of all, I'd want to know what color the parachute the parachute cord was because a lot of those parachute cords are bright colors. So if you're gonna try to make something contrasting, I feel like I would use that rather than the toothpaste. I would mm. ask but I would really assume that the toothpaste is going to be one of the small containers, which might be able to give you like three inches worth of um, writing ability, which is obviously not going to be seen from the air. The, the, na- the footprint also under the color. And I know that that, that probably wouldn't matter because all the ones that I've encountered, I think are gray. So that's not going to really be helpful in, in regard to color, but the Nalgene bottle one of the things you want to do is you want to make sure you can take care of your basic needs in case you are there for a while. And so by piercing a bottle, it limits your ability to um, to, to drink from it or to use it as a, a vessel for water. So it, I guess if you punctured it, it towards the top, it wouldn't matter as much, but I would want to know that. And then... Well, let ahead. me stop you there real quick. Doesn't he... Are, I'm already assuming he has water needs met if you were saying he has a day's worth of water like in a bladder. Yeah, I guess I, guess I would have specified that then. Okay. Fair enough. And then as far as the match goes, I would want to know, is that like a like a store-bought match where I have a 10% chance of using it successfully? Or is it one of those, you know, storm-proof matches where, like, I can take one of those matches and assume you've got dry kindling and start a fire. So um, beyond that, like, if you did start the fire, I like the smoke signals. If you were able to use the toothpaste or the parachute cord to to contrast it mm. and find an open spot. Other than that, I'd pro- so I, I guess I'd go B, B+. Plus. Maybe B. I'll go B. 
<laughs> what do you mean? I gave him a B plus. <laughs> what are you talking about? You said a B plus a minus, right? I said B plus a minus. Yeah. Well, I, I I guess I liked if things worked out, I liked what he was doing, but I just feel like there needed to be some. I don't know, some consideration of the, of the questions that I had, had brought Look, up. I, I only grade on what I was given. You know, he didn't ask about the match. You know, what am I supposed to say? I know. I mean, don't I you think that, 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 don't you think this is important information to specify? Like, mm. you know, I, you know, whatever match really? you've got, I guess you're going to have to use it as a match. But I definitely would want one of those stormproof ones that Carl has because those things are the best. They, they stay lit for like, of course. Forever. Yeah. They do. They're like mini flares. Okay. Final scenario. All right. It's my turn to roll the die. So here we go. Here we go. All right. I got, ooh, I got Desert Canyons. We'll say Canyonlands National Park, since that's a place I want to go. Haven't been there yet. Late spring. Mm. And by the way, it gets it like a super easy place to get lost. They have a place there called The Maze. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Where is this location? Where are you said? Canyonlands National Park, Utah. Okay, so the scenario the scenario is this. You were skydiving and um <laughs> Oprah <laughs> National Park. Already <laughs> realistic. Yeah, go ahead. And uh and but for some reason the you didn't realize that the, the pilot, he uh he actually he fell asleep at the at the controls and so he didn't realize he was over in the national park. And, um, mm. and then, then he lost a wing and he's like, we just got to bail out right here. But just lost the wing and then he woke yeah, up and yeah, like the tip of the wing and hit an albatross. And so you're like, dude, what's that guy oh, doing wow. out here? I don't know. And so anyway, he jumps, but then you're like freaking out. You trip, you get in by the time, you know, you see, you don't know where he landed. You so you never see him again. So you just jump and you grab this, <laughs> you grab this like day pack on your way out. And, um, and the day pack has a few items in it, which I'll, you don't know until you hit the ground. So you're, you're tumbling, you're falling, you hit the chute like right away. So you you got a little, you got a little bit of your bearings, uh, about what's below you and you land it well in, inside an open area, no injuries. You're kind of the, the parachute gets stuck on a tree, but you do have the parachute and you've got a lot of paracord, but it's black. It's actually it's actually olive drab. Let's say it's olive drab, and you have a parachute. Olive drab. Yeah, and the right. par- the parachute itself is purple, so that's in pink, so that's handy. That's yeah. a plus. That's so huge. that's going to be one of your <laughs> items. The other items were in like this satchel that you you grabbed as you were falling out of the airplane as it was careening out of control. Uh, one of them is a um, it's a Goal Zero um, Sherpa One Hundred Lithium Ion Battery Pack with an with the AC. Um, adapter okay <laughs> um, and okay. it's got and then the other the other thing you've got is um an iphone that has not been charged it's completely dead it's an iphone 5 and um and then you've got a uh, uh some aluminum foil and about 150 um feet of like gauge 10 wire like copper wire Okay. Okay. This is a weird pack. Uh, well, yeah, it was just randomly in the airplane, so it, it wasn't really right. Um, Did he grab it on the way out? Yeah, he it? grabbed it. You were like holding on to it because the plane was, and then it just the strap broke, and so it has one broken strap. It's it's a Jan Sport. It's blue, uh, the leather bottom. Huge Jan Sport. I like that we could choose with like whatever items we wanted, and somehow paracord came up twice. That's nice. You know, you, know, you, but you can have a bonus. You think this is not a realistic scenario, Derek? But you know what? One of the guys in my Bible study is actually a skydiving instructor for the Air Force. Nice. So the skydiving part could happen, although it's not really on my bucket list. Uh, it's not but, that. It's more the, uh, you know, I guess the albatross could happen. Yeah, in, in Utah. So, okay. <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, when you take off from an airplane and it doesn't come back, People are going to know that you're missing, so they're going to look at your flight plan and have an idea about where you could be. And so it's not going to be a crazy search area, especially for, for like skydiving. You don't go that far away from the, the airport. So I think that, honestly, I think all I would have to do is spread out my parachute and put some rocks on it to make sure like the wind didn't kind of blow it into a clump. And that... I'm going to go more in detail, but that by itself, I think, is sufficient. Because <laughs> so I easiest think possible it, scenario, is what you're saying. Well, hey, I didn't create the scenario. I'm just trying to survive here. 
And so I <laughs> Nolte gave the, you a the bright pilot, The pilot did fall asleep. So you're miles away from your intended um, you know, flight plan. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Okay, so yeah. I could be out there for a little bit longer. I feel like where you're going, I feel like you have some sort of an agenda with these items and that somehow between the iPhone and the battery pack and the foil and the wire, like I should be able to use some MacGyvery kind of skills to create a fire. And I've seen people do stuff, especially with the batteries. So I think I would try to use the wires and try to get some kindling to create a fire. And I'd probably, I don't think I would touch the the metal stuff with my bare hands. I'd probably use something, I don't know, maybe some some natural like leaves or something to kind of handle it so I didn't like shock myself or burn myself or kill myself really. And use, yeah, use that. It's, it's hard to dismantle an iPhone 5. It's not like pulling batteries out of like the Samsung ones. So I think I, w- I might use like the um, screen as a reflector to, I don't know, to try to get the attention if somebody was flying over. But honestly, the, the parachute would be sufficient. Yeah. And then as far as um, if I was there overnight, then I could use the parachute as like a shelter. I could use let's see i i've got i've got the supplies the water and the and the food i would try to identify a water source nearby there are some streams and some rivers that kind of run through the the canyon lands and i would yeah i would try to i would try to basically follow the principles of getting found which is staying put making yourself obvious and use a fire in the parachute and then take care of my basic needs with the shelter and stuff. So I could use the parachute cord, I guess, to, to kind of set up a shelter where I wasn't just using the parachute as a blanket, but to kind of make it more like tent-like, nice. I suppose. I like that. So hmm. I don't have anything for the foil. Foil is the only thing I, I don't have unless I were able to catch a fish with my bare hands and then I could cook it over my battery-charged fire. You do I, have a I giant love, parachute. I love that. Though. And I love the using of the, the screen as like a mirror, as a reflective surface. It's, it's really good. Um, okay, let's let me give you a bonus. So let's say you find the charging cable in the bottom of the backpack. You got a bonus item. Let me fire that sucker up. Oh, I can charge it because because the, the battery pack. Yeah, charged. so you got the lithium ion battery. You're like, oh my gosh, there's a there's a cord in here. I didn't see it before. Uh, you got you got yeah. a six oh item. Oh my gosh, what do you do? This is a, you know what? This is absurd. You know what? Even if I don't have a signal, I, I can still access the the GPS on the phone and log into Strava. And if somebody (laughs) was tracking me, I could kind of just, it would show, it would, you know, it would show where I was, I suppose. I don't know if that would work, actually. I think it does. I think I've used that to send you messages about where I was before. Rocky was using Strava on our last backpacking trip, and we were in a canyon, and it said that we'd gone nine-something miles, and we'd only gone six. So I don't know how how much it was actually picking up. Well, anyway, time, time to evaluate. Derek, Derek, you get to evaluate me first. Evaluate me first. Oh, I mean, it was so easy. It's hard to get a good, a bad grade. I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, the only thing I would say is if you're going to use a reflector on the phone, I think the Apple logo is a little bit better. It's a little bit shinier than the front. So I'd dock you points for that. Um, <laughs> I, the, I mean, it's hard to not get a B at least with this scenario because... Okay, well, what what could make me earn an A if I'm if you're giving me? A I, B? I didn't say I'm giving you a B. I'm saying that's the worst you could probably get because you have a giant purple parachute, you have a plane that's probably not that far from you. Um, I don't know. I guess I unfortunately have to give you like an A minus. I guess. Okay. Reluctant. A minus with no reason why I, there's a minus. Well, there. okay. like I said, the apple, the apple symbol. I would give him an A. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a really good. Point. That's a really good point. Well, I, I mean, you have, you have a battery you can charge a phone with. You have like an airplane with a beacon. You have a purple. I mean, it's basically like it's a vacation, really. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Carl, I would give you a solid A. I thought that was a great response. The one thing to make it an A plus, I was looking for was when I did mention the bonus part about the low signal. I thought you would wire wrap the tin foil around the iPhone and then attach it to the 10 gauge wired strip off a little bit of the copper and then and then uh lay that out uh or string it to the top of a, something tall to to improve mm. to boost the signal mm, somehow i did not know that a guy that lived in the interior of borneo and he did that on his come iphone on, to get Carl, reception. come on you should know that um, and so i didn't know if that was something you were aware of learning experience <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll take the the uh, feedback on that and hopefully remember that if i get stuck in a um 
skydiving accident. <laughs> I hope you never have to use that information. <laughs> uh, actually, I want to okay. dock him a little bit more because I feel like if you hit the albatross, you could then eat the albatross, and that would have been free food <laughs> that you don't have to track. Her, so. <laughs> so go true, wander man. the desert in the maze, possibly, and try to find Let's the albatross. Let's give him a B plus. Then. B plus. You know, Carl was struggling with the backpack strap for like a few minutes before he was able to get out of the plane. Mm. So. The albatross could be miles away from him. So you have to ration. You have to figure how much energy is it going to cost versus how much energy you're going to get from eating the albatross. Not or what's if left you of watched it, it there, so. all the way down in the sky. You know, maybe you're actually, he could shape his body into the, like, you know, like kind of angle himself to move yeah, closer yeah. to the albatross and then pull get a little mission impossible minute, in yeah. there and just fly over to it. Yeah, a minus. Yeah, let's go sure, a minus. Actually, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we I think we got to some some pretty interesting ideas and some creative thoughts about trying to just get found. And I did forget the one thing I forgot to mention. This is the first thing I do before I did any of that stuff is I would actually pray and I would apply Psalm ninety four nineteen. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. So I would just kind of reset myself and then go to work, but just. Um, yeah, ask the Lord for some help in getting literally found. So that's that's kind of my first thing. I should have mentioned that first. I feel I feel like the Lord would be like Carl. You have a giant purple parachute. They're gonna find you. Like, <laughs> He's like, I've already helped you. If you have the the, the like, right. Let colors, me help. Absolutely. Let me help Molten and Derek a little bit more because you got a purple parachute. Right, and you have right. a phone. I, I do get it. That's that's a good point. <laughs> no, but I but, like that. I like common the common the yeah. Staying calm. Centering self, prayer, always a, a good thing yeah. to stay calm. You want you want to stay yeah, calm. You want you don't want to freak out. Yeah, we've and I think we've been sort of lost at times, not completely lost. I've been, you know, I think if you're just if you're on a hiking trail and you, and you maybe take the wrong junction or you're, you get off trail, maybe you take a deer path instead of like a switchback or something. I think it's okay to backtrack a little mm. ways just to see if if it's an easy fix. It's I think it's when you're completely lost, you have to really start employing the idea of like okay, staying put and getting found. Uh, there was a Boy Scout backpacker up near Shaver Lake in the Sierras who was uh, he was on the trail and lost. He got separated from his group. This is from a few few years mm-hmm. ago, and he would not stay put. And so they like were able to identify where he had been, but they it took him it took them an extra two or three days to find him because he just kept on hiking around on the trails, like randomly taking junctions. Wow. And beca- all he had to do was just stay, stay put at any point, and he would have been found within hours. And it just took two or three days because of that. So I think staying put, if you're really lost, is, is key yeah, for sure. Definitely. But definitely. Um, yeah, good stuff. That was good stuff, guys. Standard. Thanks for playing along. Carl, I have a, a, a something that just triggered with when you're talking about like um, staying put and also just seeking the Lord and and uh, you know knowing that He is sovereign and, and just going to prayer when you're in that situation. I actually, when I was in charge of that tall ship uh, Argus in uh, Newport Beach, the Boy Scout mm-hmm. ship. Um, I missed that boat. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a good ship, and, it, and it, a lot of kids, a lot of youth have sailed on it. Um, but one day when I was uh, working in the office, the crew came up and they said that they'd rescued somebody. It was a, it was a guy who was diving. He was out on the, um, you know, they would dive out on the oil rigs off of between Catalina Island in the mainland right. and came up from the dive and no, and the, the dive boat was gone. Everybody was gone. I guess they, they didn't do a buddy check and they went to another spot and they were diving. He was traveling alone. He didn't have a friend, but he, you know, paid to go on the dive on this dive. And so mm. they did a buddy check at the second location, but, and they, he turned up missing, but they didn't realize, and they, they started a coast guard search, but it was miles away from where he actually had, had been left in the water, you know, drifting off the coast. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, this guy's name was Dan and, and I, Dan Carlock, and I talked to him, he said he started to pray and, um, he was just like, thought it was the end. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden this boy scout ship comes sailing out with a, with its, you know, it's a, was a, a catch, a, a top sail catch. So, you know, it looks like an old pirate ship comes out and he thought he'd probably died, you know, like, uh, didn't expect to see that and, uh, and got rescued. Yeah, but he was floating out there for like hours. You know, he had to cut his his dive belt off, and he inflated his inflatable, you know, life jacket, and which was pretty visible. They thought that it was some like balloons. A lot of times you see balloons just or trash, you know, floating out, and they thought, well, let's do a man overboard drill. Right, right. So it's right. nothing like a, a ship full of Boy Scouts to rescue you when you've been 
out uh, floating in the ocean for six hours, <laughs> thinking you're going to die. That's got to that's got to feel so good. But yeah, what you know, what was that was an amazing story. I, I was just. Uh, um, yeah, is that a movie waiting to happen? I think Boys it Scout is. Pirates? Is I, that a movie waiting to happen? It really should be. That might be. I think. Yeah, I. Th- I think that the yeah. If if I made a movie about that, I would tell it from the standpoint of Knowlton being in the office the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to be on the boat, and Sean Astin can play me. You know, Walt, the Walter Mitty who never left. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> right. All right. Uh, one last thing before uh, we go, and we have tried to uh, get some more reviews on our podcast. And I think at this point we'll even take like, all you gotta do is scroll down in your app and just like click a number of stars mm. that already feels appropriate. But I think if we start reading some of the ones, the time people take to actually write them up, I think it's kind of more fun. So let's, I'm going to think I'm going to start reading one a week if we can. I've okay. got one from a few months ago yeah. from Dominic Mark and he entitled it, dig it. He says, this podcast is a fun listen learn a few tips or just get pumped for your next trip. I think lately it's been more just getting pumped because I don't know how many tips we provided. Um, these guys are keeping me sane in between pack rafting trips. And I like that review, not just because he's being nice to us, but because like it's cool that we have somebody that listens out there that's a pack rafter. And I think I might want to find him and maybe have him on because that's something I've always wanted to do. And I want to figure out how to go pack, pack rafting. In a way where obviously it doesn't weigh a ton to carry that stuff with you, mm. but it's also affordable. So yeah, um, that could be that's I don't know. It just looks super cool. So uh, thanks, Dominic Mark. Really appreciate it. And please, please, if you could take half a second to to click the stars or to at least um, write a quick note, we will or we might include it on a future episode. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Should we wrap it up here, guys? Uh, thanks. Go for again. It. Yeah. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks, Knowlton, for for tuning in from Nepal with us today. It was fun, buddy. And I uh, appreciate everybody's uh, input. Keep the keep the reviews coming. Keep the uh, comments coming. All that good stuff, guys. Always appreciate it. And again, guys, remember, it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. Take care. out here trying to survive i got lost again thanks to carl giving me the wrong map typical what is that i'm gonna climb up this tree is this a eucalyptus tree everybody knows you can kind of gnaw on certain parts of that eucalyptus tree i'm gonna climb up here and i'm gonna wait for this giant is that a that is it's a con it's a it's a condor i'm gonna time this i'm gonna jump and i'm gonna use my parachute cord that carl said was ridiculous I'm going to I'm going to use it. I'm jumping. I'm jumping, wrapping the feet of the condor and now I have a free ride to freedom. Peace out. That's how you save yourself, guys. Always bring the parachute cord. Peace. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Every once in a while, it's fun to go with, like, just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.